Hi, this is John Sablon, one half of To Have and To Hold Podcast, and Nicole and I are so very blessed that you decided to join us on this journey to improve your marriage, your family life, and your relationships. Now, as a disclaimer, Nicole and I are not perfect. We're not your counselors, and we don't desire to be your spiritual directors. What we do desire, though, is to lend this podcast as an opportunity for us to journey together in holiness and virtue, and to share our experiences of, of marriage and family life and what we've learned, what we've encountered, so that it may bless you and your family and your relationships. Now, if you disagree, or if your experience is different, or perhaps if we say something in mistake or in error, you are free to absolutely reject it, my dear brother and sister in Christ. So we just wanted to leave that with you, and we thank you again for your your support, and most especially your prayers. So please share, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, and let us know how God is blessing you through this podcast. May God bless you and keep you always. My favorite thing in the whole world is dessert. If anyone knows me, knows that I have um, not only just one sweet tooth, but like 10. But anyway, so... I've got a whole mouthful. <laughs> so when I have... <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of To Have and To Hold, coming to you again from the Sublime Chapel, trying this out for a little bit, um, but you never know. So welcome back, baby. Yeah, thank you. Um, we are toasting today, so grab your drink, especially as we just celebrated Independence Day, the last episode we were on. Um, we're going we're gonna to toast to the pursuit of happiness. Here's to it. The pursuit of happiness, right? I mean, like, what is that? What does that mean? You know, mm -hmm. life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. We wanted to, to um, have an episode where we talk about specifically the comparison game, mm -hmm. right? That mm -hmm. there's, I think we can all agree that we all are on the search for happiness, and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, but how we define it mm -hmm. um, is a different thing, and how we go about achieving it, obtaining it, is definitely. Uh, uh, there's a difference in our world today. Yeah. I think one of the things, love, that come to mind specifically is the comparison game people play on social media. Right, right. Right. Um, right. So in terms of, of happiness, I would like for all the listeners, if you haven't done so already, to look at Father Robert Spitzer's mm. Four Levels of Happiness. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to kind of bypass um, level one, mm -hmm. um, Really quickly, it's more of a like a sensual. Um, it's more like a, at the like fleshful a, level. It's <clears throat> right. So it's like you know maybe food. You know my my favorite thing in the whole world is dessert. If anyone knows me knows that I have um, not only just one sweet tooth but like ten. But anyway, so I've got a whole mouthful. <laughs> so when I have <laughs> something, so how Father Robert Spitzer would explain it is like you have, you know, your, for me, it would be my brownie, right, with salted caramel. And I would take a bite and it's like, ooh, you know, I, you know, I feel the tingly sensation all through my body. I am happy for that moment. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is that it doesn't extend to anyone else. It doesn't last for a long time, doesn't 
it doesn't, it's not. Short-lived. It's short-lived, mm -hmm. yes. And it doesn't impact other people. And then there's a level two, which I'd like to really talk about, which is. Um, Self-ego comparison. Correct, mm -hmm. correct. And I was thinking about, as we were thinking about the pursuit of happiness, there's a lot of people who battle with depression and anxiety. And what we're seeing is that there's a correlation, I don't wanna say it's a causation, but there is a correlation between um, high levels of anxiety and depression and also um, watching or looking at social media. Mm -hmm. Because what happens when we spend an enormous amount of time on social media, we tend to play this comparison game, mm -hmm. which is, when I'm comparing my worst to someone else's best. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm looking, we used to, I mean, prior to social media, we'd say something about, um, or something about comparing us to the Joneses or keeping up, yeah, with, keeping the, up with the Joneses. Keep, yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. So now it's like we're keeping up with, every, trying to keep up with everything on social media. Mm -hmm. And what's hard is that people are looking at, you know, there's filters now. And um, people are only, of course, showing what you, what what they want to. Yeah, they're dictating what they want to show you Correct. about them. Correct. Which, whether it's true or not, whether it's authentic or not, you have no idea. But that's what they're putting in front of you. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we're always comparing ourselves to that, how it can lead to anxiety into depression. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I wanted to talk about is what, again, what Father Robert Spitzer talks about is the comparison game and what that could look like in marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, that was kind of leading off with that social media piece is the temptation to compare uh, yourself to what is the perceived mm -hmm. view of others. Mm -hmm. um, but what does that look like in, in the married life? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I would say, you know, just an, an idea, one thing that, that comes to mind is specifically for the men out there, mm -hmm. but there's a challenge I think for most men is the provider aspect of being a man. Mm. So the, and I think this is relative to your spouse. So if your spouse happens to be a working spouse, um, meaning she's a, she's has a career and she's, she's um, working outside of the home mm -hmm. um, and she happens to make more money than you. Mm. Right. Or maybe she has, um, you know, you have always been a blue collar person and, and you didn't go to get a degree after school and she did. And there's the temptation to have a level of comparison with, especially because the world will tell you a different story. Right. Rather than seeing each other as um, battle partners and uh, you may take offense to that or you may compare yourself to maybe not being worthy or you feel less of a man um, because you maybe not make as much money um, or you maybe not be perceived as being as smart as your spouse, mm. right? And I think that's more of a, a, a temptation for man because of the kind of locker room kind of mentality that's out there with men, right? Always kind of poke and test your manhood and challenge you and, and just this false bravado. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that we can do in, in a married uh, situation where we can really be insecure and, and um, find ourselves comparing ourselves to our spouse mm -hmm. um, as it relates to status mm -hmm. right? or perhaps education. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of the things, um, I'm not sure if we brought this up in, in even our marriage summer talk, perhaps, but in, in one of the previous episodes or not, but we can go through it again. When we think about the, uh, the 
the sin of contempt, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking to one another at a, a place of I'm better than you. Right. It's condensation, right? I'm, being, I'm condescending. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a temptation. It's a self-comparison game, right? Mm-hmm. That somehow we're, you know, we've got to be either ahead or at least equal to one another mm-hmm. from the material perspective. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But aside from just the status, I think in perhaps it's educational level or maybe it's a salary amount, but that the actual work that we do. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a stay-home mother, who's to say that your work because you go outside the home is more important than mine? Mm-hmm. Right? It's, yeah. No, and I would say for the stay-at-home parents out there, especially the mothers, um, that is probably, Or a father. Or a father, yeah. I mean, depending on the scenario, that mm-hmm. is the most important job you will ever have outside of being spouses is raising your kids. Mm-hmm. That has a long-lasting effect, not just internally, but in the entire world and society as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say that's definitely something where for the men out there, you know, I challenge you all because we can tend to be that way, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas we tend to think that because we're out there providing where the hunters, the gatherers, whatnot, that when we come home, all, that our wives weren't doing anything but raising our kids mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a uh, an ignorant way of approaching it, to be quite honest, mm-hmm. and an unfair situation. And so, you know, realize that um, for one, nobody can raise your kids better than you, mm-hmm. um, and love your kids as much as you can love them. Um, but at the same time, that raising children is very difficult, mm-hmm. um, especially in this day and age, in this time that we live in. So that's a great point, love. That you know, I, I definitely want to make sure not only can we compare each other that way, but then yeah, for those that do stay at home. And raise your kids, which is to me, I commend you for mm-hmm. those parents and, and families that do that, right? Mm-hmm. That actually make the sacrifice to say, could we be a two income family home? Sure. Mm-hmm. But who's gonna raise our kids? Right. You know, daddy's daycare over here? I mean, right. that's just not gonna work. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, I think that was a great point to bring mm-hmm. up as well. Mm-hmm. Another one I would say is comparing in terms of or just keeping score. Like for an hmm. example, if. <clears throat> You know, I'm the one that's making dinner or doing the dishes or whatever, and I continue to keep score. Mm-hmm. And I'm comparing the amount of things I do, maybe as in terms of the domestic chores, and and what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's another way that comparison. And so instead of just um, really doing the work that I'm I'm called to do and to glorify God. Maybe I'm looking at, hmm, well, you're not doing as much. And when I do that and I'm doing this comparison, then really what I, I'm going to feel sad with the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'm going inward, mm-hmm. self-pity. And that's... Navel-gazing. Yeah. That's a danger zone, really. Mm-hmm. When we see ourselves going inward, what we need to do is go out, right? Mm-hmm. And when we, when we serve, we do it for our families, regardless if they feel like we feel that they deserve it or not, but we do it to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, for it to be a true act of charity, there isn't conditions, right. there isn't a expected response. Not to say we're not necessarily justified in wanting to be acknowledged and recognized and thanked, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if that's why you're doing it, it's a very human do- thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a human thing for sure. Mm-hmm. But if that's why you're doing it, then it's indirect self love. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That you actually have a condition upon that service. And, you know, um, Whenever I, especially when I speak to the men, when I think about who are the chief servant protectors and defenders of the family, it's the man. Mm-hmm. And so it is my responsibility to 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 lay down my life in Ephesians five kind of way, um, as Christ laid down his life for his his 
you know, bride the church, and I need to do that for my wife and my kids. But mm-hmm. to your point, because you know, I was, um, I'm not free from that temptation or sin, right, of keeping score and really checking. You know, like we were even talking about in the last episode about purified intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing something only to get credit or get acknowledged, then it's really about you, less about the. Right. right. And another way I think that you just pointed out in a way to get out of yourself is doing something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When you find yourself mm-hmm. um, down mm-hmm. and out, depressed, uh, you know, just struggling, navel gazing, the best way to get out of that is to actually go do something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's, it's the quickest way to kind of pull yourself from that. It actually brings to mind the scripture where Jesus says, you know, if you only love those who love you back, what is it? I mean, even the pagans do that, right? right. right. And so what we're really do, we're called to love when really people can't pay us back, right? right. That's true charity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are are definitely some some ways as far as keeping score. Um, I think, you know, some of the, the other examples or one key example that I think also comes to mind is um, the number of hurts, mm, the mm-hmm. disappointments. You said that, right? So when you, with uh, great expectation comes great disappointment. Mm-hmm. So when you have a, you know, a little notepad, mental notepad that you're saying, okay, you did it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't, um, you didn't tell me that, you know, I was beautiful today or you didn't pick up yourself. You told me you would. You know, you mm-hmm. told me you're going to pick up your clothes or after yourself, or you said you were going to, you know, I've been talking to you about getting X to do, honeydew list done, and you keep saying yes, and then look, now two days won't go by, three days. And so when you're keeping tabs, that keeping score mentality, um, rather than just communicating mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. Um, especially for us men, just because, you know, we're just, we're not very good at reading between the lines sometimes. And so we need to be spoken to directly. And, um, you know, the, the, uh, I guess false expectation that your spouse is somehow going to know what you're going to, mm-hmm. what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're needing at that moment. So keeping score, and I think that that comparison of how many times you hurt me versus how many times I hurt you. Or how much you showed me, it sounds like what you're saying is how much you showed me love. Maybe, you know, if I'm needing, um, if my love language is affirmation, you said, right. you talked about being, you know, beautiful or something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. I need affirmation um or maybe it's you know acts of service or whatever and i'm saying okay i'm keeping i i did these things and really not communicating with my spouse in terms of what what he or she needs right yeah it's not being reciprocated mm-hmm. right, so then all of a sudden you're because you're keeping score and it's just it's just a unhealthy way of approaching relationships we've talked about temperaments we talked about you know our natural inclinations towards a specific response or behavior, and we've you know the the so many things and and just the dynamics of family life. Mm-hmm. You're pulled in so many different directions. You got a lot of responsibilities, especially for those of us who do have children. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's just a slippery slope mm-hmm. when you get any time you're keeping score or doing a comparison mm-hmm. towards anybody else, and specifically within your family, mm-hmm. it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, it can lead to a lot of contention and strife within the family life. Mm-hmm. What about um, in terms of growing in the spiritual life? Again, I guess it's it really goes to that expectation. Maybe it's, you know, I'm thinking, well, look what I'm doing. Mm. I'm I'm praying or I'm, you know, I'm going to Mass and you're not. And maybe doing a comparison 
in that way. I'm growing in the spiritual life and you're not. Mm -hmm. You're weighing me down or yeah. something. It's real. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see, um, I mean, even just in our own path, right? You were doing, you were pulling the, the spiritual train ahead and I was a spiritual sloth. So in a lot of ways, just coming at, from that perspective, you had a legitimate, valid um, right to feel that way mm -hmm. because I wasn't doing what I needed to mm -hmm. do. Um, but realizing when we've talked about the sacrament of marriage that what you do to sanctify the spouse actually sanctifies them and you. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you start playing that game of tit for tat, if what I'm doing versus what the other person's not doing, it just it's not a good situation and no. it's just gonna lead to resentment, honestly. And and you right. harbor hate in your own heart and that's just poison of the, the evil one. Right. So so I so I think that's a you know, to your point, love, um, that's not a good thing, even though I can understand the humanness of saying especially because the the desire is to grow in your spirituality. The problem is it's it's disturbing your peace and it's less about God and it's more about the other person. Right. And mm -hmm. so if that's if you're in a situation like that, and there was a time that it was it was that way. Mm -hmm. However, I didn't look at um, in a way to keeping score. Mm -hmm. um, rather, anytime I went to mass, just offer it up for my husband. Anytime I did my holy hour, offer it up mm -hmm. for my husband. Anytime I, I mean, the the daily rosaries for my husband. It wasn't like I'm I'm doing this. I think that that's a that could be a temptation. But once you do that, um, it really goes. And like I said, you can go into fall into self pity, and that's a danger zone. Mm -hmm. um, it's better to offer those things up for for your spouse and. If you want them to, if you want to lead them to Christ, it's going to be through modeling, right. and it's that consistency. Um, and invitation, I would say, right? The invite, placing the invite. Hey, I'm going to go pray. I'm going to go to mass. Do you want to join? Do you me? want to join me? If not, you just go anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so again, I, I just want to make sure it's clear that in terms of the the comparison game, that could really cause again, it's a um, negative outcomes. So it's important for us not to do that, mm -hmm. even though, like you're saying, it could be true. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just a, it's really an ugly game to, to play with. Yeah. So let's talk about one of the things that came to mind um, as a woman, mm -hmm. right, is there's eh, not to say men are free from this uh, at all, but the to temptation to 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 compare yourselves to others. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, other women. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, like from your spouse's perspective, right? Like, I wonder if my, you know, like if you're comparing yourself to this person, I'm not that thin, I'm not that tall, my hair's not this, my hair's not that, I don't have that eye color. And then is that, a, is that an issue, I guess, for women? Mm -hmm. So in terms of comparing ourselves to other people, and I mm -hmm. think that that's true and it's so easy to do, especially in social media is what we're finding is that the women are comparing themselves mm -hmm. to other women. And again, like I said, with the filters, you're really comparing yourself to something that's not real. <laughs> it's, you know, you just can't. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, yes. The other thing too is that there is an article I read about 
the one of the reasons why women get ready. This is like a long time ago. I read um, one of the reasons why women get ready. The men think it's before it's for men, but it's really for other women. You mm-hmm. know, it's because they're trying to, I guess, size each other up. I'm not quite sure, but anyway. Um, True. So there True is that. there is some truth to that, and I would say again, that's really a danger zone. But you know what I was thinking is not just comparing yourself to other women; is comparing your marriage to other people's marriages. Ooh, good one. And so, um, you know, if I had this spouse, then maybe I wouldn't have to do, I wouldn't endure this or that or the other. You know, it's always like the grass is greener on the other side. And when we know, as you were sharing just in the last episode, that when we committed to our vows, we did this in front of an altar, Mm -hmm. the altar of sacrifice, under a crucifix. Right. So again, it's it, this is it, God is saying it's not going to be easy, mm-hmm. right? And and wherever you go, whatever marriage, there's going to be a cross. But you're asked to pick up the cross that you're given in your sacrament mm-hmm. to lead for sanctification, mm-hmm. so that you and your spouse are led back to Him. Mm-hmm. Right. It's no different in, in other marriages. We like to think that mm-hmm. the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. But I would say for those people who maybe think the grass is greener on the other side is try watering your own grass. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, put some miracle grow on that bad boy. You know, what are you doing to cultivate life and love within that own marriage? And, and I, you know, that's a, such a great point, love, because I think the, um, the challenge is to think somehow that other marriages aren't going through or without the things, cross or without the cross and and that's the part where um you know i mean we even we have we fall into that category too you see us on camera right you may see posts you don't know what our family life's like mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. and it's beautiful by the way but i'm just saying it's but you it does but not all marriages are beautiful that's right now does that mean all the time and what we expect no yeah. no it doesn't because there's hurts there's disappointments because what we are what we're long for is god mm-hmm. and god is perfect and sometimes if we're not careful we look to our someone in our family, whether it's going to be, typically it's our spouse or whomever, and we want them to be the perfect everything. And that's not possible. Mm-hmm. And that's really unfair to put that sort of pressure on one another mm-hmm. because we can never fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Right? No, you're absolutely right. And I think that's the, you know, the grass isn't greener on the other side. Everybody comes, you know, with, you know, pre-built, inherited, original sin. Mm. Everybody comes with their own sets of issues, problems, and if you're trading in one set, you'll get in another set. You know, it's it's the the, the old story of the person who says, I want a different cross, and they, you know, and they go and pick the one in the corner that's the smallest one, and they're like, God's like, that's the one you came in with. That's right. Right, it's the smallest one in their room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the sometimes the way we approach marriage. You know, people, and the culture tells you, right, trade up, trade out, trade in, mm-hmm. right? That if it's not working out, just cancel. It's a cancel culture, this, this, and that. It's just, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we signed up for. And that's the thing is going back to the marital vows and the marriage. You know, you signed up for for um, in sickness and in health, mm-hmm. right? For richer or for poor, in good times and in bad. But oftentimes we only hear health, rich, and good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you signed up. So when people say, tell us, why well, didn't sign up for this? I'm like, actually, you did. You signed up for all of it, mm-hmm. right? You just weren't expecting it to materialize in this specific way. And now you got to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. And I think when you approach it in a way that, you know, somehow my marriage, my life would be better if I had this type of spouse, you're crazy. 
-hmm. You know, you're crazy. And I think marriage, the beautiful thing about the sacrament of marriage is that it really is a pathway towards sanctification, mm -hmm. that it highlights our own defects, our own wounds, the things that need to be purified and purged from us in order for us to be one with God, which is ultimately the goal of marriage, mm -hmm. right? Is the beatific vision is getting us to be one in union with God. Which is our ultimate happiness. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. When we talked about toasting the pursuit of happiness, it's mm -hmm. God himself, mm -hmm. right? It's God himself. Mm -hmm. Any other examples you have, love, you can think of that we should talk about? Hmm. Um, I mean, if it, you know, really the comparison game can, can be played in so many different ways. And I think what's most important is that when you're recognizing it, that that's occurring, mm -hmm. um, somehow take a step back and really, you know, assess what's what's going on, what's going on at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And am I trying to fulfill this whole? Um, am I seeking something? And am I using another person or other things kind of to feel to fill this this hole? Mm. Or am I turning to God? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've talked about it before about deifying your spouse mm -hmm. or your children, right? That mm -hmm. you you make them everything, mm -hmm. right? Um, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, the, that point would be is if you have expectations of perfection, mm -hmm. zero failure, zero disappointments, you have a godlike expectation of your spouse that you will be disappointed, right? Right? It's unfair and unrealistic, and I think um, that's kind of the, the the trick of the devil, right? right? It's like look at him. Yes. Right? He doesn't X, Y, and Z, fill in mm -hmm. the blank. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you have to be aware of that. Is that That's why we say three to get married. Mm -hmm. right? Is that God at the center, the grace of the sacrament, God's divine life working through the sacrament of marriage. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, also putting things in their proper place. Mm -hmm. That Nicole can never fulfill me the way God will that's right. and does. Now, what she has is a responsibility within the sacrament, right? So from an earthly perspective, um, from... A human perspective, she has a role in my sanctification, a role in my happiness, if you will, to lead me towards that, right? So again, that that final destination is with one with God. And because, no, as Christ said, right, we're not married in heaven. Right. Right? We're, in a sense, we're not married to each other. We're married to God, right? We, The bridegroom, we're finally with the bridegroom. It's the wedding feast of the Lamb at that point. So, you know, it's, it's key to remember that as we kind of, try to, again, improve our marriage, improve our relationships, that mm -hmm. the comparison game is not a good game to play. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I would say is that if you do find yourself in that, in the midst of the comparison game, really look at gratitude mm. um, and all the things that you're thankful for, all the blessings, because I I am guarantee that God has blessed you in some way, in some fashion. And so really to in prayer, spend some time in prayer and think about all the many blessings that you have. Yeah, and so I think as a final note, I would say I know we've shared this before, but just we, part of our nightly examine is one of the key things that Nicole just talked about is gratitude. What are we thankful for today? The second thing is how is God working in our life today, right? Being very intentional about seeing God active in your life in that in that day. The third thing from, from the relationship side is how did you feel my love? Mm -hmm. And again, that was again, allowing our spouse to be able to to 
recognize and or if not say why well, i also did x mm -hmm. right as an act of love i didn't even know that right and or that would be an opportunity to be able to declare those acts of love and then finally is what can we do better for one another and i think these are just small ways that we can stay connected to each other in christ in god through the sacrament that we can combat and avoid the negative outcomes of the comparison game mm -hmm. so Hopefully that was something that was a benefit to you. And again, we can ask you to, to continue to like, share, comment, subscribe. Let us know what we can do to help improve your marriage, your relationships, your perspective on faith and life and all things included. So we just want to toast to true happiness, mm -hmm. which is our Lord himself. That's right. And may we be with him one day. And may God bless you and keep you always.